show where we talk about whatever. My name is Fadil Baker. This is KG the One. And our show is called It's, it's whatever. whatever. How are you doing, man? I'm all good, bruh. Hey, man. Feeling great. Is it, is it winter? It feels like it is supposed to be autumn. I, I brought out my... Scully. My Scully? Yes. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay, I was going to say beanie. Yeah, I mean, th- th- yeah. I actually brought out last week because it's just been so rainy in Pretoria. Yeah. Um, I mean, like even on Friday, like the weather's like it's great for relaxation. Yeah. But it's not great for being productive. Does it often rain in winter in Gauteng? I because I know that's in the like, like in Cape Town, those the those areas in the Western Cape. But around here, that typically not, doesn't not, I don't think, not really. Last year was the first winter that I spent in yeah. Gauteng. Caught me off guard completely. Yeah. Because I was so used to, I always thought that the weather was the same in Limpopo as it is in Gauteng. Yeah. Specifically Polokwane and Tutuane. Yeah. But the thing for me was, is that the weather was just completely different. different. Yeah. I felt like it was a bit colder here. It's no, I, I think it's it's a bit in terms of coldness, it's a bit more extreme, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, so I brought this out, so not being dramatic, but also my hair is really short. So, oh wow, yeah, now I need to go cut my hair, bro. It feels you can cut it really short, or you gonna let it grow for the winter? Short, nah, 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 I can't do it with long hair, yeah, yeah. And what's the longest your is? Have you ever like been able to plait your hair? Or yeah, I have plaited my hair, like, like it was quite long, yeah. But I feel nah. like plaiting your hair is like, it's like a thing we left a long like in the time 2000, ago. Like, high yeah, school we, yeah, we kind of left it back there, right? Yo, I feel yeah. like it's just weird for like a grown man who's got... Yeah. Who's in like... Straight prof- back. Like straight yeah, back plaits. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's going to be plaited back. It needs to be long. I think so too. You know what I mean? It's yeah. going to be long or you like do dreads or, yeah. or something like this. Anyway, let the good people know where they can find us. Uh, if you guys are following uh, on social media, you can follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the works at Fadio Baker uh-huh. and at KG the One. Yep. There's yeah. two underscores for KG the, the one. one. Including PSN. I changed my PSN account name. You did? Yes. I told you the other day, I saw it was something different. Yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it just had one underscore, now there's two underscores. Oh, because, I mean, yeah. you got to have the underscore, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before we start every uh, episode, we like shout out some small businesses, friends of help us, people who sponsored the podcast. And today, our first shout out goes to the 12 Minute Podcast. Yeah, man. Uh, so the 12 Minute Podcast, uh, they're um, deuce and easy. They started making videos on the um, on Facebook and stuff, and that that got a lot of tractions. They went viral quite a, a couple of times, and then they're like, "Hey, let's let's take this craziness and start a podcast." And it's been craziness ever since. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, right now, Deuce is um, is is running the Top Minute podcast, and he interviews like interesting people. Like he he interviewed. Uh, feminists that he doesn't agree with, which was co- quite interesting because he has very uh, controversial views on the sub on on feminism and stuff, which which makes for an interesting podcast. So I I, I implore everyone to like go and yeah hit out. go over there hit subscribe and yeah. and and show them some love. I've taken a look at some of the episodes. The thing I liked about it, which is kind of contrary to what we do, yeah. I really liked the short. Yeah, you know the length of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm kind of one of those people. Like, if if I'm on social media, if your video is longer than like thirty seconds, I'm almost 
passing over it. Oh yeah, well I you guess. Know, I guess series. I'm between like the twenty and thirty minute mark. I'm cool, man. I, I'm cool with the one hour, bro. I I can't even. I watched Ozark. Ozark is amazing. Oh, I, I saw the trailer and it's, for it's, that. It's quite big. There's, there's a trailer. Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, so like, yeah, so Ozark is like, like literally like maybe an hour. Really? But it's amazing. I, I saw like a promo trailer or something yeah. like that for it. But I saw that um, Endgame is coming out. Yeah, bro. Avengers is coming out next week. Endgame. Tickets booked already. The movie is three hours long. Yeah. I think we spoke, we spoke about it last week, right? Where, what did I just tell you in passing? I was like, I saw someone wrote on Twitter. They were like, uh, church has prepared them for this moment. Wow. <laughs> like, wow. like three hours. If you've started a business, think about starting a business. So maybe your business has been going on for a while. You want to hit up tailor-made designs for not only your business cards and hard print material. You also want to jump up and get your website going. You want to get your social media up and running. They'll help you with social media management, web design. They'll help you set up your emails. And the thing that they've plugged us with is the branding for our show. Yep. So that's for me, that's like one of my favorite parts that of something that they do is like the graphic design. So you guys want to hit them up, get something going and make sure that your business is out there. If it's not on social media, it's no way. Yeah, definitely. Even if you don't have a website, get onto social media. Yeah. I feel like a website is something you can even do like at a later stage. I think so. I think it's, it's more pivotal to have a social media presence. Yeah. Because now you can even like sell stuff like on Instagram. Yeah. You can even like open stores and mm. stuff. Even on Facebook, you can like you do that. sell Same stuff. Thing. Yeah. So Definitely. you really want to jump into that thing. How's the wedding, man? You remember we spoke about the wedding last yeah, week? Yeah, man. Did Yo, it was, it, was, it was really good. So um, <laughs> I, I think I was, I was thrown in the deep end. So during during um so on Saturday uh we we go and fetch the sound equipment and yeah. the guy is just like um or oh, the guy I'm under is this is this a wedding you're doing for your friend or is it someone who just said would you guys come do a wedding for us yeah well she, she's a friend okay but then she just asked me to do it since like I've been doing it at church quite a Got few you. times yeah. yeah. So, which is like, <laughs> first way, of all, yeah. first of all, like, that's, that's a lot of trust. That's Listen, a lot of the trust. Thing, the, thing about, the thing about, like, getting people from church, like, if you see someone doing something at church, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're skilled or qualified in that area. That's, that's the thing. You, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, we, we had, like, accountants doing the media. We've got, oh, wow. uh, we, we've got accountants doing the media. We've got... Um, People who were into env- like environmentalists who were leading the worship. worship. So you, oh, it's rare that you actually find like this Someone is my full time job. Job, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, when the, that was not my full time job, and like I used to suck doing sound, um, but like, hey, man, like it was, it was cool. It was cool. So um, I was like, yeah, first of all, you trust me way too much. Yeah. But hey, it's an experience, right? <laughs> so. Uh, so 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 we ended up going there, and I found out that I was actually by myself. I was gonna do oh, the entire thing by myself. Okay. I didn't know setting it up, everything. Like, well, I've I've set it up at church, yeah. but like in a different environment with different equipment, with different. I was like, flip, this is gonna be interesting. So did they like pre, like arrange the sound for you, or did you nah, have to go somewhere? Everything, and go choose everything, like from scratch, like. From the cables to every so like imagine this right? It's crazy. Like you, were you guys getting paid for it? No, I didn't get paid. I didn't get paid. Okay. I probably should have. <laughs> no, nah, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't cause 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 she's my friend. 
But what? But what? If it was someone else, if it was okay. someone else, listen, I might have, friend. I might have, yeah. yeah. No, but they, they're very good friends of mine, so like I wouldn't have done that. I feel like that's why you should have gotten paid. No, but like thing is, the, the problem is that with them, they they're not very well off. If I listen, they well off enough to have a wedding. Mm, it's not, not like that. I mean, if, if even if you saw the wedding, it was very cost effective. You're saying they had a raggedy ass wedding? No, 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 no. It was, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. It was actually very. It was. It was. It was decent. Okay. Yeah, it was decent. Okay. But it wasn't like over the top. You could see that, like. Yeah. Money. They didn't have money. Yeah. Okay. So like, I, I man, and I'm, I'm, I'm cool, man. I'm probably gonna have a wedding like that also. No, like, you're uh, not having a wedding like that. Nah, I do. Anyway, I'm, so I'm, you get the equipment, and what happens after that? Yeah, so I, I get the equipment, and like, we, I, I set up and stuff, and things went well. Like, like. Everything went well. And it was amazing, bruh. Like, you know, like afterwards when people are like, hey, bruh, hey, you killed, you killed it. Type Were of you thing. the DJ as yeah. well? Did you have to be the I DJ? Was, I wasn't supposed to be the DJ. Yeah. But like, uh, you know, like when people are just sitting and the DJ is not there doing his job, I'm like, ah, yeah. play one or two tracks here and there. Yeah. Killed it, bruh. Killed it. <laughs> the, the reception was the only thing that I didn't do. Like, I, I did... I did maybe like half of the reception. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like yeah, maybe half of the reception. I, I think. And I then think the, the reception is probably mm-hmm. more difficult to do than. Yeah, but it was dope. Like the ceremony. I killed it, dog. Like, like you know, not to blow my own horse, but like I, I really <laughs> did well. You, I really you, did well. First of all, I don't think blow your own horse is a thing. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, yes, like, if you're good at something, I don't think there's need to apologize for it. Okay. You, you, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was watching um, Bishop Jakes and Pastor Stephen talking about his new book. Yeah. And he was talking about how if you're gifted in something, like, singers don't try to sing. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And writers don't try to write. And yeah. people who are good at business don't try to, to do, do business. To do business. They do it. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so you can't apologize for what you're good at. Mm. I'm, I'm not saying walk around being arrogant and like, no, oh, I heck no, man. Bro. You know I'm talking about like, yeah. listen, if you're good at it, you're good at it. Like, if you got it, you got it. Yeah, and yeah. the only thing like I hate about you is that you've got it in so many damn things. Like, I, I'm yet to find that second thing that you're not good at. I'm not going to mention it's the uh, it's beginning of the podcast. And yeah. Still, yeah, I'm not going to mention the other thing. But the other thing. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're good at it, you're good at it, man. Hey, bro. Like, yeah, th- that's it. And then, like, I, I liked it, man. It was cool. It was a good experience. I feel like I can do another wedding. So if you want me to do a sound at your wedding, that's take where, me up. That's where I was going. So if you, so people can take requests. Yeah. You're you're gonna do someone else's wedding. I don't mind. I don't Not mind. for I free though, mind. right? I'll see. You see why? You see why you can have a small scale wedding is because of thinking like this. <laughs> that is I, I why. Should, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I should be using that money to save for my own lot. Exactly. Right? Okay. You man. see, you could you could have had like. I don't want to put an amount to it because maybe people would have wanted to pay you more. Yeah. But you could have put that money down. I think so. Towards your way. I think so. Probably. But did, like, I would never... Uh, did, um, did Nate help out? Nate was, he was actually there. He was... I was telling him, like, do this, do that, do that. Yeah. Okay. Shout yeah. out, Nate. Nate is KG's... Um, really good friend, man. KG's really, other podcast really friend, man. that is called... Uh, uh, stupid geniuses. Stupid geniuses. Yeah, you guys were like co-presenters on on, on the, the show. Stupid geniuses, man. Um, yeah. By the way, we're really looking forward to having um, easy easy on the show. Yeah, and yeah. like 
Nate definitely pull through, and then we've got some other guests as well that we'd that we'd really like to yeah. to to interview on that. Yeah, but I'm glad he pulled through and he helped you because it is no joke. I mean, like the times that we worked with sound, like when we used to go do stuff at the university. Yeah, whatever, man. One of the things it's like you know if you if you're involved in logistics, yeah. the thing about sound is it's not something you just pick up and put on the back of That's the bucket. That's the thing. Like, it, everything's fragile. Yes. So you've got to take care of the stuff. Yes. Bro. Everything's got to, like, cable's got to be rolled up a certain way. Yeah, definitely. Speakers got to be carried a yeah. certain way and mixes and things can get, yeah. I mean, you damage something. That That's a lot of money, bro. That's like, that's and like a lot of money. Some, someone once said, uh, sound is the one, one thing. If you don't notice there was a sound man or sound, mm. that means the sound person did a really good job. A really job. good job. Because if you immediately notice, it's usually because something like a mic was not on yeah. or something. Yeah. So, so what did you guys eat? Like that. Uh, your dude, the food was amazing. Ha. That's so important. Ha right? ha ha ha. I, like, like the budget, the budget was 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 like was maybe low, but in terms of food, oh my goodness, bro! I had never had fish I cakes always, that good. I ever. always think. I always think that if you're having any sort of event. If the food is really good, yeah, people might remember the color of the tablecloth, yeah, or that there were birds, yeah, suspended from the ceiling, whatever, whatever. But if the food's good, the food, and if the music's good, I feel like those bro, are the two things that are like, you, you know what it, I mean. Bro. So that's why I push more cash into food and music. Yeah, get get you know, yeah, I agree. live band or someone that's singing whatever. Yeah. Because like even my friend's wedding, like I don't even remember. It was in November. I don't even remember what col- what the colors yeah. were any of those things were. But what I do remember is that the food is really good. Amen. And we had a live band. And yeah, we will set a live band. Shout out to Meryl, man. I don't. I know you probably don't listen. You you should listen. Manson. But oh my Meryl and goodness, Manson? no man, Meryl. Meryl, Meryl Streep. No man, she, it's it's a lady. <laughs> is she <laughs> from from our church? Oh, okay. Yo, that here I'm thinking. You're thinking of like sing, here I'm thinking you're actually naming like. Nah, man. Okay. I'm actually name dropping because she's like an actor and oh, oh. one of those people. Do you know her Insta handle? No. Okay. Well, there's <laughs> a shout out, like just yeah. Well, from that well, thing. well, shout out to her, man. Dang it, like they, her and Nyla laid it down, bro. Like yeah. they, they were singing really, really well. Yeah. Were they doing like yeah. worship songs and like secular yeah. songs or uh, 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 worship songs? Uh, the bride walked walked uh, 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 down the aisle to Game of Thrones. I don't think anyone noticed Game of Thrones. Did you but play? No, 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 no. She was playing it, but it was played so beautifully. People <laughs> did not notice. I, I don't know if people if people noticed. I know Nate. Nate, Nate was. I, I I heard her practicing it right, and yeah. I thought she was just kidding. Okay. And I said to her, "You know, if Nate was here, he'd be losing his mind because Nate had to go like look for batteries yeah. on the wireless mic." Right? Okay. As I told him, I was like, I told her, I was like, if Nate was here, he, he'd be losing his mind. Yeah. And then when they're walking down, she plays, she plays it, and then it it takes him a while, right? She's playing, she plays. It's like, wait, that that this sounds familiar. It's that Game of Thrones, <laughs> and he's at the sound desk, and he is going. That's crazy. that's so weird because I feel like that's one of the biggest details that, like, if it's your wedding, I feel like that's one of the biggest parts. Like, what song? Not only what song are we gonna dance to, yeah. what song are we gonna walk, walk down, down to. the aisle to? It was, and they she chose Game of Thrones. So beautifully, bro. So it's not something so that they beautiful. requested, it's just something that happened. I don't know, man, but it was good. I <laughs> know, <laughs> all I know, all I <laughs> That's know so crazy. is that it was good. Um, That's all I know. By the way, do you watch, I can't remember, do you watch Game of Thrones? 
I, 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 I have, but I say I don't because I know how much it annoys them. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I'm, uh, so that's what I Okay. Do. Well, the new season dropped last night. Yeah. Um, I saw... So, the, did you hear that they were expecting a billion views? I, like, I'm not surprised. I'm because surprised. Because I've seen people in South Africa who, like, hosted parties at 3 a.m. Yes. This morning. Yeah. So, so that they, they can could watch it. the first episode. Yeah, no, definitely. So... And Game of Thrones is that type of thing that you have to watch it when it comes out because... Right now, I'm sure on social media they're like, it takes spoilers. I don't know, man. Like I, like I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the genre of stuff. I don't. But I'm just, I don't know. The mm. thing is, that, like, I can't even name. Oh, I maybe can name like one, who, one character, Khaleesi. Oh wow. What is it? The mother of oh, dragon. <laughs> the mother of dragons. I probably know. The I dragon don't. lady. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like also, like I've seen, really her, I've it. seen on Jimmy Fallon's show. Well, not her. Oh, yeah. I've seen, um, I've seen someone, one of the cast members from SNL. Yeah, spoofing that character, and that's yeah. how I, I pick. Up I actually don't like it much because there's a lot of like, like, like nudity. Apparently, so the, apparently, so like, like the second, apparently, like the second. I don't know if it's the second season. My friend was telling me it was the first or second. Yeah. They were like, listen, if you can just get through. The second season, yeah, that's like just because it, it does epic, go down, okay. like epic pornographic, like and it, like it adds segment. nothing to the story. But I think it's kind of that um, maybe that Viking era where everything's just I, like it's just like death, you know, and sex and godlessness and witchcraft, and yeah. I guess that's where they come. But I don't think like we can be commenting on it because we're probably like the now one percent of the world who doesn't watch that. No, show. I, I've I've watched season four, so like I oh yeah. like what do you mean? You've watched half the series then? Yeah, I have. I still don't think it's amazing. I, I think I think I think I think it's written very well. I think you've watched the, you've watched a lot. It's written very well. Like, I'd give it a solid 8. People would say 10 out of 10. I'd give it a solid 8. eight maybe is, 8, 8, 8 is pretty high for someone who didn't enjoy it. I would expect maybe like a 4 if you didn't enjoy it. Or like a f- maybe 5. And you know why? Because people, oh, people over-sell it. You know, you know when people tell you this thing's so good, so good, so good? Oh, when yeah. you're watching it, you're watching it with you're expecting. I want to be blown away. If yeah. I had watched it without anything, any yeah. frame of reference or anything, yeah. I probably would have, like, Gave it a okay, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Um, when was the last time you had junk food? Okay, no, uh, let me just say does junk food. Sushi sound? Uh, no, can't, okay. I don't think then so. Okay, no when was the last time you had McDonald's? Oh, dude, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know, bro. You can't remember? <laughs> I, I can't even remember. I, I can't also, even say two months ago because probably not, not even that. Yeah, I also couldn't. I also couldn't remember when it was the last time yeah. I had anything. I think, like, probably KFC is, like, the next go-to. I don't but like you don't KFC. like it, right? I don't like KFC. Pizza? Uh, not really. But I remember, like, you, we used to, like, eat debonairs, like, debonairs almost is every time you were over at my place. Yeah, debonairs is cool. Debonairs. Like, 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 it's cool. Yeah. Like, it's a, but it's not, like, that one thing that I'm, like, okay, that's I'm what I'm, my way. So, like, sushi is definitely, like, sushi's the, the thing, right? Right. And I think that's, like, what we... That should be like a sponsor for our show. Bro! That's the type of sponsor we should get for hey. like a sushi sponsor. That would be... We should, we should, we should hit up John Dory's. Because like, hey, I promise you, like, I've never eaten sushi to the point where you're like, nah, I'll see you in a month. I can't. Or like, like in a week. I feel like it's just like... 
like I eat it now and then tomorrow I feel like something is missing in my life. <laughs> yeah, you just need to get, yeah. you just need to jump onto that sushi chain. So I knew that this junk food conversation wasn't going to go very far. Okay. So I was starting to think that I was like, since we're not in the habit of eating a lot. Now I know junk food can constitute into a lot of different places, but I'm talking yeah. about the obvious stuff like yeah. maybe McDonald's or yeah. like Burger King or that kind of stuff, whatever. So I started thinking about what the other junk food is that I do take in. Okay. So I went to my Netflix account and oh, wow. I went to check what some of the junk that might not be blocking my arteries, oh, but wow. sometimes either blocking my heart or blocking my brain. Okay. And I listed it from the worst to the best okay. kind of junk food. And worst even as in listen, it tastes no, 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 no. I'm talking about worst as in, in health worst. Nope. I'm talking about this is the good kind of bad. What? I'm talking about the like good kind. I'm talking of about bad. like you know McDonald's is bad for you, but it tastes so good. But it just tastes so good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. And then I'll I'll kind of tell you why, right? So these are three shows. Okay, in no specific order, right? These are three shows I've been watching. That's kind of just like, um, I'm like it's a bunch of crap. Yeah. But it's so like for entertainment value, like I'm okay. in, right? Uh, the first one, I'm mentioning the first one because I want to cancel out immediately because season two is so dry. Okay. Uh, the first one is Sabrina. Really? Teenage Witch? Well... I never got into it. Listen, well, the thing is, when I was growing up, it was Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It was pop culture. Yeah. She was really a teenager, like yeah. that kind of thing. She had like small minor problems and then the in her magical world or whatever. Yeah. This Sabrina is like... It's revamped. It's taken like, it's like adult. It's not like if you, you, it's not one of the things you'll be like, I watched Sabrina the Teenage Witch back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And then now you're going to let your 8, 9, 10, 11 year old watch it. Yeah, it's, it's, it looked, is, looked a bit gruesome. Yeah, it's, it's not only gruesome, it's like complete witchcraft. <sighs> Actually, not complete witchcraft, complete Satanism. Oh, wow. And this is not me from like, uh, being Christian and like, ooh, just because I saw a pentagram, now I'm like, whatever. Like, literally, these people worship Satan. Satan oh, wow. is their god. Oh, wow. They talk about, you know, like, if if we were to be like, um, like, if you bumped your toe and you'd go, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. Or you like, they'd be like, oh, Satan. Or they'd be like, hail, whatever. They'll be like, hail, Satan. So it's like surrounded. So their witchcraft is yeah. like actual witchcraft. So the first season was like, for me, I was, I was like, started watching it. I was like, okay. Uh, definitely not the Sabrina, the teenage witch that I yeah. know. Second season started watching. Watch the first one. It's dry. It's boring. So the reason I kicked it out, it's like, I mean, uh, the reason like junk food is good is because it tastes good. Yeah. That makes you feel sick later. Yeah. But why would I eat a McDonald's burger that was, that tasted bad and made me feel bad? That's a good question. You, you get what, you yeah, know what I mean? That's a good so the thing is, if you're going to like, so here's the thing. I don't know if the people who created Sabrina with all its Satanistic, whatever. Yeah. If you want to give me an appetite for witchcraft and Satanism, make the thing good. Wow. <laughs> I know this wow. is going to mess yeah, you up. But you, you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Like at least make the show, make the show good. You, you know, okay. because the thing is now, like the first season, like halfway through, I was thinking to myself, I was like, is this any good? Is this just nostalgia or whatever? But then there were some good things that happened. And I thought, okay, at least there's a good story or yeah. there's some great stuff happening. Yeah. But then I started watching the second. I was like, listen, man, first of all, this stuff's a bunch of nonsense. Second of all, like it doesn't even like it's not even good. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Which we'd expect from the Prince of Darkness, right? Maybe. maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Okay. Anyway, second thing, uh, Big Mouth. I didn't know Big it. Mouth. Well, so Big Mouth is the complete opposite, falls into that thing. So it's it's really actually I'm not even gonna promote it, but anyway, like yeah. I just like it's funny as hell. Right? Probably like inappropriate kind of very in a, I'm talking like it will fall into the categories like of South like Park Family things. Guy, yeah. South Park. The only thing is it's very modern. You know how South Park and Family Guy tend to like Yeah. It's kinda of older. You can tell that that's stuff written by older people. Yeah. But this is like there's like older some person. older person. Seth MacFarlane. Are you trying to lead me to say Seth MacFarlane's old? <laughs> is, like isn't he? Try, I think it's like a hundred. I don't know. No, so he's like young, bro. I'll okay. be surprised if, he, if he's in his forties. I think he's in his forties. Okay. Seems like in his forties. Anyway, it just like it's very inappropriate, very funny, but like also, so here's the difference between these two things. At least this is good. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so like, if someone's like, dude, why are you eating that McDonald's? It's so bad for you. But it just tastes so good. Big tasty vibes. Yeah. Okay. If you, like, if you go later and like decide to go binge McDonald's, it's not my fault. Ah, nah, fam. I, I'm cool on McDonald's. Okay. Now. The, the one that I will vouch for is Santa Clarita Diet. Uh, it stars Drew Barrymore. You Drew know Drew Barrymore, Barrymore right? Drew Barrymore. 51st date with Adam Sandler. Ah, you see now, you talk Adam Sandler, my mind just goes Yeah, out. okay, because we haven't had a good experience lately with Adam Sandler. <laughs> I've never had a good experience with Adam yeah. Sandler. Okay, but basically, if you're going to watch Junk on Netflix, my my direction for you is Santa, Santa Clarita Diet. Yeah. Because, like, the storyline's amazing. So basically what happens is... It's like a zombie outbreak. Yeah. So this lady becomes... So Drew Barrymore yeah. becomes a zombie. Yeah. But it's not like your typical, like... It's not like what we've seen on The Walking Dead or Black yeah. Sun, whatever, like with a zombie. She's normal. She's still human, 100% human, whatever. But now she has a diet of people. Oh, like wow. she has to eat people. So if you've got like a, if you've got like a weak tummy, yeah. don't watch it. Because it's extremely gruesome. Flip. But on the other hand, like it's it's one of those things like it's like it's tolerable. It's great entertainment oh, yeah. if if you're looking for it. But I mean, like, um, yeah. So those are my those are my junk food suggestions. Oh, wow. <laughs> those are like some of my junk food suggestions. Yeah. Okay, let's hit some hot topics. What do we got? Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is this is so so weird. So Wendy Williams is filing for divorce. Um, from his name is spelled Kevin Hunter, but like yeah. people say it's pronounced Calvin Hunter, okay, which is weird. But anyway, so he, she filed for divorce. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of things around this. Like Charlemagne called out Wendy Williams for being a hypocrite because you are so quick to call out people on their problems. Yeah. But when you you have problems where you have to uh, get off air for three months straight then you don't come and tell people about your problems. Yeah. And so I kinda I kinda agree with them, man. You need to keep the same energy. That's the first thing, man. Second thing, if 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 Calvin Hunter was as bad as Charlemagne uh was saying in the brilliant idiots, thank God, bruh. And yeah. Wendy Williams is Listen, out. the the thing for me is is that everything that they've been saying about this man has obviously been validated by her divorcing him. You yes. understand? Um, they say that they were, I don't know, they were not married for very long and he had what? an affair. 
They weren't married for very long. When they got married, oh. they hadn't been married for very long. Okay. And he had an affair. Oh, yeah, no. Thanks. And then um, he recently had a kid with the woman that he was having an affair yep. with. Yep. And then it was reported that he was staying with this woman. Wendy showed up on the show. She had an issue with her arm. Yes. There was speculation that it was because of a violent physical, physical yeah. or whatever. Yeah. She was saying she's living in a halfway house. There was a lot of speculation. So the, the, the relationship itself. So divorce, big ups, great. Make better decisions to get out of a toxic environment. That's not what I'm talking about. What are you talking about? I'm all for, I'm like, great. The divorce is great, whatever. I'm talking about the exact same thing you're talking about is that keep the same energy in terms of... Yeah. It wasn't that she was reporting... Like, if you like a reporter for E! Hollywood or E! News, yeah. you're always reporting on people making up and breaking up. But there's a way in which you do it. Yeah, you, mm, when I don't, but I, I still say. Wendy yeah, Williams is saying. the snarkiest, shadiest, yeah, diva. You know, there's yeah. a way. It's almost like it's, there's like this element of celebration and looking down on, on someone. You know what I mean? Like, listen, like I, my life yeah, I'm the queen of talk show and yeah. I'm looking down on all of these people and this is the tea and this is the whatever, 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 whatever. Why didn't she call, when they had all those guests stand in for her, yeah. why didn't they have one of those guests report on all the tea, as she would say, on her. and ask how she's doing? Yeah, I mean, keep the same energy, right, fam? And like, it's, it's weird that the, the one person who was portraying to be so better than everyone is the one person whose life was falling apart yeah so like fam yeah so i like all sympathy for what she's going through and that kind of stuff but i'm just like i'm like man that's why i'm like you know how we sit on this podcast yeah and we discuss stuff we must also be ready for someone whether they like us or don't like us or just doing their job to sit on their podcast and also discuss stuff that we've done amen or stuff that we're going to do or yeah. stuff that they've seen um, of seen yeah. as to whatever that people can sit in and be like, okay, this, that, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just like, listen, I'm not about to sue anyone, whatever, because this is my job Yeah. and reporting on it. And as a matter of fact, I just feel like I would probably have to, the first sit down, mm. the exclusive would mm. rather be on this podcast than for someone else to, to do it. I agree. You, you know what I mean? Mm. So, so if something publicly happens to me i'd rather sit down here with you on and talk our podcast it. on my home ground yeah. advantage and talk about it so that not only because listen to a certain degree some of those things need to be managed and, and also i feel like some of it sometimes is not as bad as people make it sound if you give context to it even though it's bad it won't come off as as bad as as people bad as what people yeah because i feel like you'll win if you tell the story yourself i feel like you'll get more sympathy yeah. someone else is telling your story. It's, it's, it's the Eminem in 8 Mile Theory <laughs> that Charlamagne always talks about. Yeah. It's like you, you, you say everything bad about yourself before the other person does. Yeah. And then now they have nothing now they to have say. Nothing to say. Now they have nothing to say about it. Um, anyway, uh, Nipsey Hussle, I, like, I don't know if like, I should be embarrassed about this, but I did not know Nipsey Hussle until he passed away. Uh, many people didn't, though. But it makes, like, like if you're, if you're proper hip-hop cat then yeah you would know about yeah because yeah. like i had to ask some of my friends like i i because when when he passed away so he was gunned down mm-hmm. outside his shop and when it happened i had to ask some of my friends who this person was but what i was surprised about is that almost every celebrity mm-hmm. on my yeah. social on my instagram yeah um 
either posted a photo with him yeah. or about him or something. And I was like, was a oh, good guy, I was right? like, okay, this, this guy was really, yeah. um, so anyway, the, the reason we brought, we bring it up this week and didn't talk about it last week was because, uh, Charlemagne gave Laura Ingrahams, who is an anchor on Fox news, gave her jokes of the day. And the caption was, um, uh, Laura Ingrahams laughs and jokes while reporting on Nipsey Hussle's yeah. death. Yeah. Right, so we watched the video just before the show started. Yep. Do you have any comments on that report? I mean, I, I think I think like whatever we can talk about, like in the next thirty seconds to a minute. I think maybe go watch those videos. Yeah. And then make your own. From what I've seen, this is why we're gonna give these opinions that we give. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well. First of all, first of all, as I always say, I'm against cancel culture. So. Whatever people are saying, whenever they, whenever they say we need to cancel because they her, called, because I don't they called for her, they called for the station to fire her. They I don't agree for her with to that. resign. They called for sponsors to withdraw. I don't agree with so that. So you don't think you don't think she should? There should be repercussions. There should be repercussions. But what I'm saying is that I I'm not for cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would personally. I don't think there's anything that she said or any way that you can con- uh, qualify whatever she said, but. What I would do is I would like to talk to the person and understand why you hold those views. Mm. That that that's my first reaction. Yeah. Um, obviously, with what she said, it was very insensitive. Uh, I think it was timing. also very timing and, was so uh, timing also yeah. like how what kind of person are you, bro? Someone died and you're already making jokes like that just yeah. just because he doesn't like Donald Trump. So okay, now so now we deserve to laugh. I at thought him I thought that I thought that the one thing it did expose is how out of touch. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna like generalize white people or white culture across the board, is that something sometimes they're so out of touch as to what's happening in the world abroad, yeah, or the darker world abroad, yeah, to people on the other end of the color sphere. You, you know what I mean? But you know because why? Because I feel like Nipsey's death, yeah, brought certain communities and people together. together. They reported on the fact, and they relayed his death back to Donald Trump. Yeah, I think I think it's because they are insensitive to the culture and they don't care about it. So to us, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, it was a big deal that Nipsey Hussle passed away. They don't give a two flying crap who Nipsey Hussle is. Yeah, they don't even care that he was helping underprivileged kids or he did this for the community, yeah. he did that, or he <clears> was fighting. Or he was trying to get uh, um, a prison reform, or uh, or like a police brutality. Like yeah. he was actively involved in yeah. that. Like they no, don't because, care about that. Because the thing that the thing that stuck out for me was that although I didn't know him, when I went to read about, I didn't go do, I didn't go read up on his disc, uh, on like his music, yeah, or music that he made, or features, or where I heard him before, mm. or whatever. I majority went to read up on the community stuff that he was doing. Yeah, and. And about 90% of what people reported on this guy was stuff he was actually doing. Yes. You, you know what I mean? Definitely. So, so, yes, he was in the limelight, just in the spotlight, because he was featured here and there, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what his music track record is. But what I do know is, is that he was making a big dent in his community. Mm. And I felt like it was irresponsible for those anchors um, to pull out, because they had to go find that content. Yeah. Remember, they had yeah. to go. So, you telling me that this man passed away and you went to look 
for, for the content worst. to show that he doesn't support that he didn't support Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Dude. And now because you don't support Donald Trump, are we cancelling? And I just felt like it was insensitive. It was here was an opportunity for you guys to bridge the gap. Yeah. And you rather chose to once again take your extremist far right yeah. idiocracy to another. It was it was it's horrible, man. It's horrible. You, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So listen, that, that that was my that was my initial that was my thoughts. These are my thoughts. But then I also thought about the response, you know? Mm. I thought that because one of the reports that I read that had a lot of detail as to what they were calling for was the game. Yeah. And Instagram posted a very long caption with photos and whatever. Uh, I think he had used the footage from the Breakfast Club when yeah. we did talk the other day. Here's my thing is that how we also respond is also important. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, the amount of hate. Mm. And this is where I feel like, this is where I feel like leftists. Mm. And people who are very liberal in their beliefs and thinking, this is where we fail sometimes, is that now we put our angry foot forward. Yeah. And I felt like, I, not to be insensitive, but I almost felt like we were so overreacting yeah. to the little. She laughed. So what? People are always going to be insensitive towards us. Yeah, that's, that's, you, that's you know a good I mean? point. And the way we respond says a lot about our camp. Mm. Now, I know that this is about a, this is a community issue and Fox News is a big responsibility. However, I feel like that this is this could be a great example of how even if we don't agree with people, the the idea is not for us to come out angry. We can still do better. Mm. That's why I loved when the Obama said, when they go low, we go high. You know what I mean? Because here was an opportunity yeah. for when they went low, this is an opportunity for us to go high. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the the vulgarity and the anger is not gonna they probably just looking at us and going there's those snowflakes the snowflakes yeah at it again yeah offended at the fact that we laughed at a dead person that, that we that we oh, laughed wow. at, at, a, at a dead person yeah. um anyway so yeah i i just i think our hot topics this week was really just um it's it's one of those things where I feel like reactions, keeping the same energy, making sure that the stuff you dish out, you're able to take as well. Yeah. And also, I mean, guys, now it's not even 2019 anymore. We're almost halfway into the year. Yep. And yet we're still not doing better as communities. Mm. You, cool. you know what I mean? Yeah. I just feel like you just can't be uh, that insensitive. As a matter of fact, before we jump into what this, the, the theme of our podcast is, is that I actually saw ACDP followers this week calling for a ban on halal products. I saw that. That's dumb, Because yeah, I tagged you on Facebook, right? Yeah, I now, think you did. Now that the was message, dumb, bro. Now, soon after I tagged you, I sent you a WhatsApp, and I said, man, I am practicing levels of self-control here. Bruh. That I feel like there has been... You know how they say there's no temptation? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I felt like, no, surely this must be the... This has to be, like, the exception yeah. to the rule here. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I knew the person... You, you know, I just can't remember it right now and I, it just came up. But the thing that I was so angry about was that I'm like, this has been, I think since we started the podcast, I keep on preaching the same message to both leftists and rightists across the world to say, you never win people by canceling who they are. That's what I'm saying. You, you, you know yeah. what I mean? And this is something, I mean, listen, now you, you're talking about it's Easter. We're coming up into the Easter weekend. Yeah. We were talking about the. We were talking about its importance. Yeah. We we're talking about it's how we. This is what we believe. We're talking about how Christmas is almost like 
Christmas is like a novelty. Yeah. Where we celebrate Jesus' exclamation, um, inverted commas, birthday. Um, but here we're remembering the birth, the, the death, yep. the burial and the resurrection of our Lord and Jesus, which is the foundation and the proof of what we believe in. Yeah. Right? We're coming to that time. You fighting Muslims. You, you know what I mean? Instead of showing, listen, and, and this is my personal opinion is, I, if I had a food store, I would put up the biggest halal sign outside. You know why? I want people to know that I'm for them. And I, because is this not a non-issue? It is. It is. An is, issue. is, is, is this not, I'm talking about like whether you eat kosher or whether you eat halal. I know that there are backgrounds to it. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. But what I'm talking about, is this not a non-issue where you're trying, is this not something, is this non-halal thing not going to cause a fight and not going to bring us together where we now have opportunity to preach the gospel to these people? Hey man. And for me, like also, it's also like, this is why I believe like understanding scripture in its proper context gives you a better outlook on life. Yeah. Because why 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 is it an issue? Why is halal food an issue? Is there any way in the Bible that tells us that we can't eat food that the the, the example even in in um I think it was in Acts or so where they said if is is it right for you to eat food if it had been like sacrificed or people had to been using idol, it yeah. to an idol? Yeah. And they're like, nah, fam, it's cool, eat it because it's just food. Yeah. So whether or not it's halal or not, to a Christian, it doesn't do it anything doesn't to you. Yeah. It, it's a, you're indifferent. Yeah. So the only reason why you're going after a, a, a halal food is not because your religion says anything against it. Yeah. It's because you hate Islam. Yeah. Or you, you know, not, not hate, hate Islam, you hate Muslims. You hate Muslims. And, and here's, and that and is here's the thing for me, is that you know what it immediately showed me, is that these are followers of the ACDB, that is an actual political party in our country, mm. that there is a percentage of Christians who vote because they are a Christian. I mean, 100% Christian. I mean, they, they released a, they released like a breakdown of what they stand for. Yeah. You know what I mean? They against, they, they against all the stuff, man. You, you go yeah. look for it, whatever. I don't want to start a, is he for, is he not a for conversation. Yeah. However, they basically, they're basically putting up such high walls yeah. that I would doubt that any of us could measure to get in onto the other side. Pharisees type of walls. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so I just believe that. And if you're whoever's listening to this podcast, this is the plea from the bottom of my heart. Don't waste your vote voting for a small party like the ACDP that's going to take votes away from bigger... There are bigger parties that you could vote for. They don't have to. We've had this conversation so many times. Yep. We're not trying to vote a pastor, a priest, even though my party has... I mean, yep. he is a pastor. a pastor. However, that's not his qualification. Listen, if you need a plumber at your house... Don't call a doctor over. He's going to mess the thing up. Yep. You're looking for, a, you, if you want someone to come, get a plumber who is God-fearing, a plumber who's God-fearing, who knows what he's doing and yeah. will be able to lead. Nobody's going to lead us. Uh, not even your own pastor is going to lead you 100% in the truth. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that these people, first of all, let, let me say it for what it is. These people just came out and said, hey guys, we're racist. Yeah. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Hey guys, we're racist. And I'd like to find, and you know, the thing is, it's, it's very difficult for me to, to even say that because I know people who are very close friends with the leader of the ACDP's uh, family and that kind of thing, whatever. Yeah. However, 
I just, I say to all of the leadership at the ACDP, watch your people, especially extreme white, extreme whitest. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You know, you get, you get like... But I feel like, I also think that also like black people also fall into this trap. Because I feel like also like some of our, um, I know in my culture, or not in my culture, but my experience is that we have been so conditioned that, um, I guess maybe, I don't know, the, the way our theology is or, my, or growing up was that you, anything contrary to what you, you've, you know, you shouldn't think about it, you shouldn't synthesize it because it's from Satan or whatever. Yeah. Um, so even, even I remember, I even, I remember some of like my parents also were like that, where they were not open-minded to uh, um, other religions and stuff, only not because th- they think that, they, only because they think that that is what a Christian should be doing. Um, and it's not like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy that, that right now um, that, that they aren't like that um, uh, and that we can have conversations about Islam or whatever, right? Um, but I, I feel as though also us, like also, also African culture or African Christians also should be wary of the fact that like racism is racism, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the thing, like the thing that um, the thing that Bishop Jakes was saying was, he was saying that the bigger his world became in terms of, you know, how the Bible says your gift will make room for you, right? Yeah. So the the more you the more you use your gift, the more you faith with it, the bigger the room becomes. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I mean? And eventually, you're gonna have to learn how to you're gonna have to learn how to conduct yourself yeah. in different environments. Yeah. Do you understand? If, if you want to live in a very small world and master that world and only think a certain way, then stay in that bubble. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never question anything. Never ask questions. Never introduce yourself to other people who don't have the same skin color, culture. Yeah. Stay in that world. That is a very small world for you to live in. Mm. But if you want to if you wanna experience the global oneness of our world, yeah. then start start making your room bigger. Yeah. Invite people who don't think like you, who don't look like you, yep. who don't act like you, who don't believe like you, and then start playing on those devils because you'll find that you don't really know what you know until you have to explain or share what you know yeah, with someone else. Definitely, man. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's very easy to say that we all believe Jesus mm. because all of us love Jesus and we're all in the same room together. Yeah. So nobody's really pushing our buttons about theologically what we know and what we believe. Well, some of us. Yeah. <laughs> but if we, if you get into a place where people don't believe what you believe, yeah. and I think that's why it's good for the theme of this week's, um, yeah, podcast. for this week's podcast, because if you're always just sitting around with your five Bible believing Christians, whatever, and you're not having interesting talks about the Bible and they're not, and listen, I've been in many Christian circles. A lot of times we're not sitting around talking about why we believe what we believe. How does that affect mm. our lives? You know what I mean? I'm talking about it in, in the bigger scale. Yeah. You know, until someone comes into our circle who doesn't believe. What now everyone's doing. uncomfortable. And now, yeah, everyone's uncomfortable. I, I f- you know what I feel? And, and my, my thing is that we aren't encouraged to. That's, that's my thing. Yeah. We, 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 we're brought up in a, in a space where even, even learning about evolution is taboo. Mm. Like I remember, like when it's distinctively when I was in grade six, there were petitions filed against uh, uh, my school 
for them to stop teaching us about evolution. That, that like, just because something uh, 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 disagrees with your worldview doesn't mean we, we get uncomfortable because I think, I think we secretly are scared. What if we are wrong? Yeah. Or what if this thing changes my mind? Yeah. And my thing is, if you're a seeker of truth, if you believe that you have truth, why are you so scared of it? Yeah. If, if maybe you walk out not being a Christian, then, then maybe, maybe Christianity is false. Yeah. But and we're so scared to ask these questions. Yeah. You know? And that, that's why I, that, I think that fear is what deters us from... Yeah. from because, listen, even if you even if you not... Because I don't think it's for everyone to go and read through every book and every material that's available that's out there. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, like for example, I'm not recommending now that you now go do a whole study on Scientology and unless, uh, unless that kind of falls into... If, if you're the type of person who says, listen, I'm a seeker of truth, then seek the truth of the Bible. While seeking the truth of the Bible, there are certain questions you're going to have to ask yourself. It's unavoidable. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So, so knowing about something is going to help you feed your truth. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think, especially like someone like myself, right? I know all the answers. I know all the correct answers. You put me in a Bible study group and you ask me a question, I know all the correct yeah. answers. But the question is, do I believe what, what those answers are saying? So, so like, you, you, get, you get to a place where you know that uh, regardless of any situation, you have to praise God. But then what happens when your mom passes, passes away? Yeah, you see, the, the thing for me is, is that I, don't, I wouldn't ask you, like today, yeah. I'm not asking you, KG, um, what's, what's the scripture that says? Yeah. Or what do you know about faith? Or what do you believe about? Because remember, even a lot of our small groups mm. are, are built around that. Um, what is faith about? Mm. You know what I mean? And then we like we start dissecting those things, whatever. Yeah. For me, for example, is that when we get to the when we get to the place where, especially like for even like I think this is probably focused around an evangelical ministry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, where the Bible says we must always be ready to give an account of our faith. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it's not a suggestion. Yeah. It's a command. And a what was the primary school you went to? Christian Achievers Academy. What was the scripture? A workman not being ashamed. Uh, study to show thyself approved. Is it? Is it? Yeah. It says study to show yourself approved. Uh, you and don't, it changed. You don't know. It changed. It did. For for I, when I was there, it was so that I can be who God has called me to be. Okay. Well, I remember that scripture because I remember <laughs> I used to see it almost every day when I used to get to work. But yeah. but I mean, it's so it's so profound. Study yourself to show yourself approved. You mm. you know what I mean? So so the Bible encourages us to study the Word, and the Bible encourages us to know what our faith is about. You know yeah. what I mean? And and not just sit around and talk about what does faith mean to you, what does faith mean to me, yeah. what's nice about whatever. There is a time and a place for that, and we should be doing that. However, I just believe that in the day that we live, we must be able to give an account, right? Yeah. So um, our question this week that you're going to just begin elaborating and I'll okay. ask you questions uh, as we Under go along. I'll okay. stop you as... As it goes. Yeah, as so it sorry, goes. just a quick thought. In fact, I didn't plan this, but since, since you're talking, you said that. There's a, there's a, there's a quote by a theologian called Jay Grishin, right? Yeah. And this is the very importance of, of, of apologetics because right now we live in a culture where most, most millennials right now are becoming atheists. Yeah. Did you know that? 
then yes. we are creating more atheists more right atheists, now. Yeah. And the reason is because you go to you go to university, and I've seen this in myself. I've seen this because I almost went down this road. Yeah, where you go to you go to you go to university, you get exposed to different ideas that challenge what you what you say. Gotcha. And you ha- you are not equipped. You're yeah. not equipped to fight thing, these things yeah. back. Where all all your theology can be rebutted by a scientist who's making more sense than the people who you've been asking questions and they were like, just have faith. Yeah. This is what he says. Yeah. This is what he says. False ideas are the greatest obstacles to the reception of the gospel. We may preach with the fervor of a reformer, yet succeed in only winning a straggler here and there. If we permit the whole collective thought of a nation to be controlled by ideas which prevent Christianity from being regarded as anything more than a harmless delusion. Sure. So meaning that if we if we allow false ideas, if we there are false ideas, we're like just have faith. faith. Yeah. People are going to regard Christianity as nothing more than a harmless delusion. Yeah. This is why First Peter three verse fifteen says, "Always be ready to give an, an account, account. Come for your faith." Come on, bro. Right? It's not. It's not a suggestion. And people, people see apologetics and they're like, "Hey, like it's for smart people." No, it's not. And it's not complicated. My, I myself, I'm not an apologist, and everything that I'm gonna say right now, yet, <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm I'm inspiring. Everything that I'm gonna say now. It's not the brilliant, the, a brilliant discovery that I made, or it's not my ideas, or yeah. whatever. It's things that I've picked up from people who are much smarter than me. That I'm like, oh wow, that actually makes more sense than yeah. the alternative, yeah. right? So I think that is important. Yeah, I as I case. thought uh, th- this was my thoughts. Right, was that our encounters have got to have an education. Yeah, and our education has got to have an encounter. Okay. You know, the Bible says that the spirit gives life, yeah. but the latter kills. Mm. So, so basically is that the, the words by themselves yeah. don't have life. It's that power of the Holy Spirit on those words. Yeah, man. However, you can't have the power without the word. Yeah. You, you know yeah. what I mean? You can't have the son without the spirit, the spirit without you. God. You know what I mean? Because mm. God is one. Yeah. Right? And so the thing, that, the thing for me is, I'll just give you like a very basic thing is that what draws me to your ministry and the people that you learn from is that I'm all about the encounter. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love to preach. Yeah. Preaching is my thing. Yeah. Encouraging people of their faith. Yeah. By their faith. Yeah. Um, letting people know how good they are, how good they can be, yeah. that kind of thing, whatever. However, if those encounters are not with scriptural doctrine, yeah. you know what I mean? We can go off on a ta- we can. We can mm. go down a path that will yeah. lead us to a place where eventually something's going to smack you in the face and yeah. you're going to wonder, is God real? Hey, bro. hey bro. Or I can walk down the other line, I can read 50 books yeah. and never encounter grace for myself. And, and the, that's, the, sure, but you know, that's going to open another can yeah. of words. So anyway, so, <laughs> so this is the question that, so, that we're going to write. But, and, and this is why. So I met someone, uh, well, someone who knows someone, didn't introduce us, just exchanged our information. Yeah. And then what this person started doing was, and I thought that this person is an Islamist outreach evangelist. Mm. And, is, and is evangelizing me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. 
by sending me videos like the latest video he sent me is, Is the Bible God's Word? by Dr. Shuaib Sayed. Mm. Now, here's the thing, right? Is that this is the type of education that Muslims are putting into their faith yeah. so that they can evangelize. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I completely believe that signs and miracles on the laying in of hands and that kind of thing that we believe. However, once you receive your sight, yeah. you'll believe that maybe Jesus is real. Jesus yeah. is real because I told you that's the power that I healed you by. But what happens after that? That's the thing. Because why, do, why, don't, why doesn't it just become universal? Mm. I'm thankful to Jesus for healing me. Yeah. But I also believe in faith in Buddha and Muhammad and the universe. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now we've got to start teaching people why is God God? Why is the mm. Son the Son? Why is the Holy Spirit and why are those three one? Yeah. yeah. And so our question today is... Um, I, um, is why is Christianity the one true religion? So... It's, it's why is Christianity the one true religion? Yeah. So it's typically asked in many different ways. Have you studied all the religions in the world for you to say that Christianity is the one true religion? Could it be that you've missed, probably missed one religion, whatever? Um, basically, that's, that's what it is. So yeah. right now, we're just trying to explore how do we say, how do we give an account for the fact that there are many religions out there. How do we say that, okay, we have arrived to Christianity and that there is a logical way for us to say that actually this makes sense and this is why we believe in Christianity. Yeah. Right? So the first thing that I wanted to say off of the bat is because is, is this. The question that the the thing that it's a very um popular misconception is that all religions are the same. Yeah. But you, you all talk about heaven, you all talk about you're born, you have to live a good life uh, and and after that the, your result is heaven yeah. or whatever. For, for me it would be all religions are the same because we all pray to the same God. People will say that also. Okay. People will say that also, but that is that is that is not true. All religions are not the same. Religions are superficially the same, but fundamentally different. Okay. There are superficial things over religion that you can you can handpick and say these are the same. Uh, but the saying, fundamental basis of that is different. Okay. So you're for saying there's for instance, simi- you're saying the similarities. They simil- the superficial similarities. So okay. when you're looking at it from a superficial So glance, you're saying aesthetically it looks like there's red in Christianity, there's red in Islam, yes. there's red in Hinduism. But they're different it's a car and a cow. Like okay, got you. it's not the same, but okay. you can say, oh, no, nah, they they have the same color, but it's it's okay. superficially the same, but fundamentally it's different. Okay. For instance, um, 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 and fundamentally means the very essence of what it is. Okay, so that that's the comparison. It's red and red, but this is a red car and this is a red cow. Exactly. So those things. And ex- an example would be that in Islam they disagree that Jesus was God. Got you. In Christianity, we believe Jesus was Jesus God. Jesus is God. Based on those two things, those two cannot be the, cannot be yeah. uh, the same. So really we've got an issue. You have an issue because if, if Jesus wasn't God, Christianity is false. Yeah. So no, religion, both religions can't be true. Yeah. Or, or Buddhism, where the, your, your, your entire, um, your entire uh, uh, goal in life is to distinguish desire. Yeah. Where in Christianity is to say that those desires need to be turned towards God. Okay, so that's in, good. In, in, in Buddhism, you can't uh, have desire. You have to you, desire is, is what makes you like makes you do bad things. Yeah. In Christianity, those two 
two things cannot be the same. Yeah. So fundamentally, fund, uh, fundamentally, it's it's different, right? So now people will say something like, uh, so um, even religions like the Baha'i faith, where inclusivity. So th- what the Baha'i faith essentially said is that like Jesus was 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 just one prophet. Like all religions are are true. So like they kind of like combine every single faith into one thing, yeah. and they say that. Uh, Muhammad and they try to find like a way to like uh, cohesively ja- so everything. you have your prophet I have mine but prophets are prophets sort of thing right yeah. but even even in and of the Baha'i faith they're excluding people who are not they're saying that if you believe in Christianity you're false alone you're false so even even in being inclusive they're being exclusive so which, which leads us to this important fact that truth in its very essence is, is exclusive. There's no thing where, if, if, if I say grass is green, it's not red, it's not blue, it's not pink, okay. it's not whatever. If something is true, if we say that this thing is true, okay. that something has to be, everything yeah. else has to and be I, ex- I think that's, excluded. I think that's very important for our generation because even when we speak of inclusivity, yeah. we must remember that although our truth is inviting, yeah. our truth wants to include those who've been excluded. Mm. However, you're going to be turned from exclusive to inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's that. So that's, that's the basic thing that that's the found, not foundation, but one of the things, because that's going to be a question. I, I think that's, I think that's really, because just you explained that to me already, um, it already makes me want to ask certain questions. Yeah. Like for ex- like for example, oh, or, or not maybe not. Let me not say ask questions. I think there's already certain thought patterns. Yeah. That are making me think. Yeah. About how we differ. Yeah. You, you yeah. know what I mean. There are similarities, but this but, is how we differ, and this is yeah. how we differ towards the truth. Truth. Yeah. yeah. So, but obviously, I can't go into that into detail. So, so, but like. I'm just giving you ideas, yeah. and th- th- that's it. Yeah. Okay, so now, now let's get into the meat of the other other arguments, right? So, this this is my central argument. There are many 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 arguments, but this is this is going to be the basis. This is going to be the foundation to which I draw my arguments from, right? So, um, the world needs a first cause, like. Um, this, it, this it needs a a first cause. Okay. Everything that exists in this world needed something to cause it to exist. Okay. For instance, if, because you are here, you needed uh, your parents yeah. to cause you to be here. Yeah. Right? No matter how you section and slice and dice the physical universe that we live in, right? Every physical universe being a cup, an apple, uh, everything like that, right? Uh, however you section and you, you slice and dice it, you can never find something in the material universe yeah. that finds its own existence in itself. Yeah. For instance, if you have a cake, right? You cannot, how matter, how, no matter how many scientific uh, things you can, processes that you can do on the cake, you'll never find the reason why that cake has been baked got you. inside the cake. I got you'll you. have to go to the chef and say, why did you bake this cake? And the chef will say, maybe it's someone or someone's birthday. Got you. You know? Uh, so, that, that in of itself, the entire universe that we stay in, right? Yeah. Entire universe that we, uh, that, that, that we uh, uh, live in, yeah. right? 
you cannot cannot find its own existence. Yeah. Its own uh, the reason for its own existence in and of itself. Gotcha. It has to look outside of that gotcha. for it to find its own existence, right? Um, so what 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 do we mean? Uh, so you've heard about the Big Bang. Yeah. Like the series or like the theory. <laughs> <laughs> So the big, the interesting thing about the Big Bang is that it was initially coined to actually mock Christians. Do you know that? Okay. So, uh, fifty years ago, if you were to say that the universe had a beginning, yeah, you'd be laughed at at any university, yeah, because people believed that the universe was eternal, yeah, right. There was no beginning to the universe besides the philosophical issues there that I won't get into, right? Besides all of that, that the universe was eternal. Yeah. Then they found that the actually the universe is expanding. Okay. And for the universe to be expanding, that means that the universe had to be all together. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And which means that there was a big bang that caused everything to explode. Yeah. Right. So now this big bang, the the, the things that we can draw from this from from the big bang. Yeah. Right. Is that whatever caused the Big Bang? Remember, universe can't find its own existence in and of itself, right? Okay. Whatever caused the Big Bang has to be timeless. Yeah. Right, because before t- time would have had to be uh, uh, okay. Well, time, space, and matter, right, has to be timeless, spaceless, and matterless. These three things had to come in existence at the same time. Right? <laughs> are you with me? Are you I, I'm with you. I'm, listening. With you? I'm yeah. listening. These things had to come in existence at the same time. Because if matter existed before time, when did it exist? Okay. If 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 this if if matter existed before space, where would you where would this the, the, the matter be? Yeah. So time, space, and matter have to exist. So whatever caused the Big Bang has to be timeless, has to be spaceless, has to be matter. Got you. Okay, got right? you. I see where you're going. No physical, not bound by time. Got you. Not not in space. Got you. Right? Then we can draw other things. So we can draw other things from this. Yeah. What do we know? What 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 other things um, that this being, or not? Let me not even say being. Whatever caused the the Big Bang to happen has to be personal. Okay. Personal being that it would have to make a choice on whether to create or not. Because people like uh, Stephen Hawkins will say, uh, because gravity exists, the world will come will, will exist by itself. Gravity doesn't choose. If I drop a ball, yeah. gravity doesn't choose whether the ball's gonna drop or not. Yeah. Laws don't choose anything. Yeah. So a law c- couldn't have created everything. So the, whatever caused the Big Bang had to have had chosen to have the ability to be able to, to choose, choose to create it. Gotcha. And if it were to create everything here, it had to, had to be. All powerful. That's because really it would have created everything. That's really right. Good. And if it created everything, then it had to be intelligent. Yeah. Right. It had to be able to think of everything that has happened right yeah. now. Right. And if it was that intelligent, that means it would have to be all knowing. Yeah. Right. If it was all knowing, then it would have to be moral because yeah. it would because that's where we draw morality yeah. from. Because that's the difference between what would be good and bad, bad. right and wrong. Exactly. Light and dark. So, 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 so we have a cause. We have a first cause that's timeless, spaceless, matterless, all-knowing, all-powerful, intelligent, moral, and personal. 
What does that sound like? That 100% sounds like a God idea. Yeah, that sounds like or a God. let me rather say the idea of God. I mean, and this is... I'm not the only one who said this. Uh, Anthony Flume. Anthony Flume, uh, who... who uh, this actually also the, answers the question, who created God? Have you, have you ever wondered that? Yeah. I... Okay, yeah, you, you go. I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you what my thought is. Okay, uh, who created God? The reason why that doesn't make sense is because God, whatever, all, everything that, that, was crea- that has come into existence was yeah. created. Yeah. So the thing that before, that caused it, couldn't have been created. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Because it's the thing that caused everything. Yeah. Right? So that's the answer to that question. And then... Um, so now that we have this, now we have three buckets. Uh, so, so now, so now, um, um, now we know that there is a God, right? So now we have to sort of like, which God is the one true God? Yeah. Right? So how we go about answering this is that we can divide all the religions into the world into three buckets. Yeah. Either only God exists. Maybe I should refer to my notes before I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So only God exists, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's either only God exists. Yeah. Uh, God and materialism exists. Yeah. So God and like things outside. answer of God. Uh, materialism exists. Yeah. And only materialism exists, right? Only God exists will be your Eastern cultures where you we we one with the universe, we one with God, okay. we one with nature, and, and, whatever, and they right? just have it's God and prophets. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. God and a prophet. Yeah, and then and then uh, um, materialism will be atheism. Yeah, that God doesn't exist. Everything that happened, Big Bang, evolution, that's what it is, right? And uh, God and materialism means that we are material. Material exists, but also supernatural exists. Yeah. Right. By by us knowing that this God has to be personal, moral, intelligent, whatever, we've ruled out the fact that only God exists. Camp. Okay. Because the only God exists. Camp believes that God is not personal. God yeah. is not a personal force. Yeah. By you becoming one with nature. And all of that. That's you becoming one with God. And thus, you becoming closer with nature is you becoming God. Okay. God is not a personal force. Yeah. So all the way Eastern religions, literally all the Eastern religions are ruled out there. Okay. Then, that leaves you with God materialism or either just materialism. Okay. Right. Materialism, being atheists and stuff, right? Um... Well, they're gonna be probably like a lot of podcasts when we talk about this. So, because I'm not gonna go into depth with this, because in fact, it's not even. They say it's not a religion. But I think like it is. what atheism? Atheism is not a religion. They say it's not. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I guess it's not, but like. I'd it's say worldview. I'd say world yeah. I'd say worldview, but I'd also say it's that a it's a religion view. in terms of that if you're atheist, you're probably god of your own world. Yeah. There's a god, and there's a world, and, and so you, you're god. Yeah. But. Uh, that is ruled off by truth. Truth is not relative. Um, I'll, I'll, I don't want to like explore it. Truth is not relative. It's absolute, meaning that there are things that we know that it's true. Yeah. The fact that I'm sitting here, that is truth. Not my yeah. opinion. I am literally sitting here doing a podcast. 
right? Uh, the laws of induction and morality kill kill atheism. Yeah. Well, we will go into that into depth some other time. We don't have the time, right? So now we left with God and materialism existing. Now, if God and God and materialism, we only have three religions that talk about this. yeah Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. Those are the three uh, uh, religions that talk about this. Right? An interesting thing about uh, this is that it all hinges on whether Jesus Christ was who he said he was. Okay. Richard Dawkins said this. They had uh, Richard Dawkins debated this with John Lennox, right? They were debating whether God exists or not. And the entire conclusion of the entire debate hinged on the question, Did God, was Jesus who he said he was? Yeah. Not Muhammad. Yeah. The entire whether God exists yeah. hinged on the fact did Jesus was Jesus who he who said, he, said he, was. he was. Because the reason I feel can I comment there? Yeah. The reason I feel like that's an important view and that's an important question to ask because if Jesus is who he said he is, if he is the way, the truth, and the life, if no one comes to the Father except through the Son, if all sins are forgiven through the blood of the Lamb. That there's an implication there. Yes. You hear you know what I mean? Yes. So, and how, how undeniable are those facts? You hear you know what I mean? Mm. So, so for me, just thinking about it, I'm like, that's what I believe and that's what I know. Yeah. You hear you know what I mean? Yeah. So, if, if there's enough evidence, mm. you, you know what I mean, that support that fact, then... You, you are, because uh, if, get, get into that also. Yeah, because if I if someone was to be like, what are the implications of Muhammad being who he said he was? Yeah. Right? I don't think for me there's a lot that Muhammad was a messenger of, of Allah, Allah. Right? Because that, that although you, you might Allah in his ninety-nine different names, yeah. we're not looking at the God of Abraham Isaac. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that can't be the same God yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. You, you are, because then the implication, you see, if we say that Jesus is who he says he is, yeah. then we say God is who he, he says, says he is. If you're saying Muhammad is, that's who the prophet is, and Allah can't be that same God. But then also, you run into the Islamic dilemma. Yeah. Because Islamic, here's, here's the Islamic dilemma. The prophet Muhammad said that, that the book, the gospels that we have, he affirmed that those are inspired words of God, right? Here's the problem. In the, in the Gospels, it says that Muhammad is false. Yeah. So if Christianity is true, then, then Muhammad is false. But if Islam is true, then Islam is still false because yeah. they're saying that the Bible is the word of God and the word of God is saying that they are false. Yeah. So like, that's also, that's also another, an interesting thing to, to think about. Um, I don't know if you know Anthony Flume. Anthony Flume debated C.S. Lewis. Okay. C.S. Lewis is like one of our biggest um, philosophers of our time. He, and he destroyed C.S. Lewis in a debate, yeah. which was unheard of. And, and, and Anthony Flew was, was, was an atheist. He became a theist because of the arguments I'm speaking of right yeah. now. And he, he passed away. He, was, he, didn't be, he didn't become a Christian. But to him also, the question of whether Jesus was who he said he was, that was fundamental for him to, to say, okay, is Christianity true? Right. Obviously, I'm giving a hyperly summarized version of all these arguments, but 
if when you do your research, this is yeah. Look, the thing there is like what I'm getting a lot of is what I'm getting a lot of is is that it's sparking a lot of thought, and I think that's what's important for me. Yeah. But also, it's giving me it's giving me logical ways of looking and thinking of things. Yes. You know what I mean? Because I feel like sometimes our arguments are not educated arguments. Yeah. Sometimes we can we can argue something the long way around. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because yeah. we can sit here and argue, is it Muhammad or is it Jesus? But I feel like the questions that you're presenting and answering, yeah. they, they're able to answer. You know, like in math, yeah. you know, like in at the beginning, like in high school, when you just introduced to a certain type of math, yeah, you use the most simple one plus one formula, yeah, or let's say like one plus one, and based on that, you're able to get to higher intellectual yeah. spaces of yeah. math. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if it wasn't for the one plus one, and the thing that it wouldn't work. I'm appreciating about the question and answers is that you're giving us the the you're giving us those formulas yeah. to conclude to bigger answers. answers. The, you know the I mean? little bits. The little too, bits. Yeah. Because already, things. just from uh, just from what I've gathered from the, from uh, I don't know, those big words that you used, but basically like yeah, yeah, aesthetically yeah. everything yeah. looks the same. Yeah. But those things are not fundamental. It's so it's, it's red, but it's not the same, same. object. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then... Uh, to decipher something like the Big Bang Theory, to not just be like, like logically it makes sense. Yeah. These gases came together, it exploded, yeah. life formed, whatever. But if you start looking at the laws and you start yeah. looking at, um, if you start asking questions about those yeah. laws, can this thing form? Yeah. Would this thing form? And the thing for me with the Big Bang Theory is, is that it comes to such, I mean, that could be like a hook yeah. right there. Yeah. You, you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. yeah, but that's like something we'll talk about. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And uh, but that was funny because like there were people would laugh at you at a university saying that the Bible is wrong from this very first sentence. In the beginning, God created. There was no beginning. <laughs> but that's funny, right? Yeah. You see, and and that's earlier on when you asked me something. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Is that you see? For me, the thing is, is that when the Bible says in in the beginning, you must remember that that was the pen of humanity. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Yeah. Our brains are wired to think beginning and end. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Mm. But what if you were someone that was outside of, of beginning, beginning and end, right? That is, and, that is insane. Yeah. So now already, like, I mean, Your I can't even alone. think about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that, that there is something outside of 12 and 24 hours. There's something and out of seven days a week. Can I, can I, can I say that? Because people will say, you're making claims that you can't substantiate. Actually, it's very substantiable. Um, so we know that we live in, 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 in a three-dimensional space, right? Everyone knows that. But did you know that there are more than, more than three uh, dimensions in the world? Like in the, in the universe that we live in. There's more than three dimensions that exist. Yeah, as long as you're not so, going DC on me right No, 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 I'm not, okay. I'm not, I'm not, right? So, um, even, so you're like, how can someone be outside of time? It's like a 2D uh, uh, object saying, how can a Rubik's Cube... Yeah. Blue, black, Got green, you. and whatever. Got you. Right? They only see yellow. Yeah. Or red. Yeah. They don't see. Yeah. So I got you. it's the same thing. So we believe God is hyperdimensional. Yeah. So he exists on, a, on many planes of dimension. So, so my, my preach would be that the time that we adhere to and that we restricted to, he created. And if yeah. we read, um, you know, I always don't like the reason what I don't like about these arguments is when you base your answers f- 
from the Bible. I once heard a set of teachings where they were like, listen, obviously the Bible is going to root for itself. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so far, the Bible is the best documentation yeah. to root for itself. Yeah. There are no loopholes. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? There yeah. are no discrepancies. Yeah. Whatever is not included has, is not included. You know what I mean? Yeah. We believe in the perfect word, Work. whatever. Yeah. And, and for me, the, the one thing about that is that even in the book of Genesis, it describes how God started creating time yeah. when he created um, the sun to govern the day, yeah. the moon to govern the night, the stars to govern seasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It starts talking about the creation of time. Now, here's the thing. Scientifically, you're going to try to figure out how did we create time? Yeah. Something that has been created cannot understand something that has not been created. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Now, my belief needs to be coupled with education yeah, again. Yeah, you, need, you need evidence. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. You need evidence for that. But the thing for me is, like, now I'll just speak to, like, now I'll speak specifically to, like, our Christian brothers and sisters yeah. to, to start thinking eternally. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Start thinking eternally that, that if... We are, we are created, created by something that has not been created. created. You know what I mean? That's because insane. if God was created, it means that he should have a God. But then also, that, that makes no sense philosophically. Because if God created, was created, that means that that God was created. That means that that God was, was created. created. That means that the, so you have this infinite regress. Right? Yeah. And then if there's an infinite regress, we would have never been created. Yeah. Because we because, would have been God after God after God. No, after because God. because before us would be infinite creations. How okay. how do you get to the end of infinity? Yeah, okay. we would have never yeah. been created. You're, so you're talking people on the cast. My and, one brain cell's gone. <laughs> anyway, so like wait, let, let, let me let me actually finish this thought. Right? Okay. So so the the question hinges on whether Jesus Christ was who he said he was. Right? Yeah. So do we have evidence for even if Jesus existed? Like people who said that Jesus actually did not exist. Actually, every historic histo historian, historian, every historian, like everyone, Bart Ehrman, Richard Dawkins tried his best to say that, that God, Jesus never existed. He tried. And yo, he got called out so quickly. Yeah. Stephen Hawkins also, he got called out so quickly. Atheists, Muslim, everyone acknowledges that Jesus died and, and then Jesus was born and then he died by crucifixion. These are not debated. Yeah. No one debates this. Right? The issues come, come about of the evidence that did Jesus actually rise from the dead? Yeah. That's where the, the debate yeah. is. Right? My thing is this. None of the other explanations explain suffice. Yeah. To to the like Jesus well, what rose, are, what rose are two, from the what dead. What are two or three of them that don't suffice? I, I, I'll give you example. Um, I'll give you example. So one one thing they'll say is that it was a legend, right? That people told like broken telephone. You tell this person, you tell that person, tell the person that person. Even translations. You have a translation of a translation of a translation yeah. of a translation. When it comes to, to English, it's not even that translation yeah. anymore. Yeah. Here's the thing. Number one, it's not like broken telephone because it's like I tell you and then you go to the, to the source and say, is that true? The guy says yes. The, that person tells another person and they go back to the source and say, was that true? The guy says yes. Yeah. So um, that wasn't actually even the argument. And number two is that legends don't ex don't 
the way from the first uh, creed that we can date the, the first book of the Bible that was written, it was literally we can trace it to like five five to thirty years after Jesus had had, had left had had gone yeah. after Jesus had died. Yeah. Right. Legends don't develop that quickly. It's yeah. like it's like me telling you right now that apartheid was a was a legend. Yeah. It's because people told people told people told people, and then we come up with the story of apartheid because yeah. apartheid happened on like what twenty years ago. Yeah. How how sure are you that that actually really did happen? Got you. People will look at me like I'm crazy. Like you're crazy, yeah. So legends don't develop that quickly. Yeah. It's usually over hundreds of years. So yeah. the legends myth, myth debunked. Yeah. It has not, not been observed. It's never happened. The, no, no, no historic uh, historian uh, takes it serious. Yeah. Number two, uh, then they will say mass hallucinations, because the question is the question is usually posed: How did the disciples? Why did uh, uh, um, Christians was, would say this? Would say why did the disciples believe that they saw Christ? Yeah. Or why why are there so many witness accounts that the disciples believed that they saw Christ? Because people will say that no, they made it up. But like we have so many people who who uh, uh, okay well the made it up story I'll, I'll get to it to it so then pe- people will say um, maybe they they hallucinated it's very common that when when someone passes away and then this is this is fact this is scientific fact that when someone passes away that maybe that day or like three days later typically uh, you would see that person or you talk to that person and then people will believe that that is an encounter with that person right. The only issue with that theory is that it has never never been observed that ten people hallucinate the same thing yeah. at the exact same time yeah. at the exact same space. It's not even ten people; it's everyone who said who saw yeah. everyone. There's there's a place where Paul even says there are people who are alive right now who saw Jesus Christ. Yeah. Go and ask them; yeah. they saw him. Yeah. Go and ask them, right? So it's a, it has never been observed. Yeah. People will come with the mass hallucination theory. People don't even believe that. So in, in terms of account, right, what, what is the answer that there are certain, like for example, we know that the book of Judas was not included in the New Testament. Canon. So yeah, so there's some, so there's some books that were included and weren't included. Yeah. So... Is that not good enough argument to be like, so how can we rely on this thing when some information has been left out? See, but here's the thing. Um, when it comes to like the gospel of, the, we call them synoptic, gospel, synoptic gospels, or like Apocrypha, uh, or, 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 or like the books that were not canon basically, right? The thing is, with that, okay, that's a different question, but it's fine. I can answer it quickly. Um, this is how the books of the Bible made into into scripture. It's was it had to be affirmed by the it had to be either one written by the the, the apostles, okay. right? Because that that is why when you when you say that you're an apostle, that is why it is such a big deal. Yeah. Because you're literally saying you can rewrite, you can write scripture. Okay. Right. So that 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 is why, like for me, like maybe I. I I won't lie, like when it comes to like charismaticism, I kind of like I'm very airy when it comes to this, right? Um, it's either it's either you you um, apostles were people who wrote the, uh, the uh, scriptures, or if the apostles affirmed you, 
to write the scriptures. Okay. This is why Hebrews were such contested because no one knows who wrote to yeah. Hebrews. Yeah. And the reason why they wanted to leave it out is because are you sure that the person who wrote this was actually affirmed by an apostle or was it an apostle? Yeah. But like, we have reason to believe, the reason why we, we, we uh, uh, allow it is because the early church used Hebrews. So because they used Hebrews, we are saying that we, we are comfortable with it yeah. because they, they and, probably... And it also it. doesn't contradict... It doesn't contradict yeah. anything. It fits It yeah. fits into where it was supposed to fit. Yeah. It, yeah. There, there's nothing that blasphemes against the Holy Spirit or nothing that contradicts the That's risen the thing. Messiah. That's the thing. And like when you come to, 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 to Judas, people will even say that even these books have contradictions in them that are, that are against your Bible. So they kind of picked and choose the ones that didn't have yeah. the contradictions. Yeah. But we now can even date those books that... The gospel according to Judas was written way after he passed away. Or the gospel to, according to Thomas was written way after Thomas passed away. And the people, even Paul calls out these books and says that the early church knew that, nah, man, freaky from down the street wrote this. Book. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know this. Like, yeah. like we're not even going to take this serious yeah. type of thing. Yeah. It's only now that, like, we're yeah. like, oh, wow. Do you think not invalidating books? anyone's testimony, but we are talking about the word of God here. We're talking yeah. about we're talking about what the prophets recorded the time that the Genesis yeah. was recorded, the creation of the world. Yeah. We're talking about someone who's gonna co- an author. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? We're talking yeah. about authors that are gonna contribute to that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So exactly. maybe we're also kind of looking at the transformational testimonies of those people. Yeah. I mean I mean the people like uh what's his name? Josephus? Like who like back then there were the people whose whose accounts, eyewitness accounts, who wrote about seeing Jesus and stuff like that yeah. that weren't included in the Bible. Okay. Obvious for obvious reasons. But the fact that we can use that to say yeah. that this person actually believed yeah. that Jesus called it. Okay, okay. so uh, do you wanna hit a couple more points? Sorry, uh, I actually, actually wasn't done. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um so so um so 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 that's that's mass hallucination theory out of the way that can't hold weight. Yeah. No one has never been observed. Whatever, they lied. Okay. So the people can say why they they flat out lied. Yeah. No, no one believes it. Now, psychologically, no one has ever died for something that they know was a lie. You won't die for something that you know is a lie. Yeah. Like you may die for. Thinking that something is true, yeah, but you won't die. But for you won't die for know. something that you know is a lie. Yeah. So that means that what the disciples were saying, thought they really thought that it was true. Like, if someone were to tell you, "I'm gonna boil you in hot in a hot oil," someone in the twelve is gonna crack. One, one person. Us, one of us. One person. Gonna, gonna one crack. of us are gonna be like. It's, nah, it's not man. even one. It's like everyone who saw it. Yeah, what, what I'm saying is, is that yeah, yeah, I get what you say. Oh, 11 of us sat in this room together and said, listen, this is what we're going to tell people. Yeah. Right? One already died. The one who we can't really trust already died. Yeah. So the 11 of us, we make up the story, right? Yeah. When, when this thing starts trending, yeah. the story we start starts trending and people start questioning us and people start persecuting us and governments start coming after yeah. us whatever, somebody in the 11 is going to crack, crack. And, and be like, Boiled a lot, hell and skinned, no ways. And the thing is, it's not just the eleven. Yeah. It's the entire church. Like, yeah. 
So I'm, I'm just saying, like, I yeah, feel like I get, the yeah, 11th is kind of, it's like our Ocean's 11, you know? Yeah, yeah. We've got, like, these 11 guys, they're the main characters. Yeah. They should be the ones that kind yeah. of carry the brunt for that. Yeah, so, like, so, yeah, you're right, you're right. And that's precisely that, that, that what, and also, if they lied, what, 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 what did they gain? What did they gain from it? Like, in fact, there's a place where, where, no, no, where, where Paul calls out Peter in the Bible. Got you. Why, why would Peter want to include that? Yeah. Or there are things where the embarrassing stories that they have about Jesus, Jesus and stuff, right? Where Jesus is telling them, oh, you with little faith, or, or, or no, 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 not that, but like where Jesus is like scolding them and whatever, right? Why would they include that? Yeah. For what, what, why would they possibly yeah. want to lie? Yeah. Right? So, and, and for you to say, what if they lied? You have to give an answer. The burden of proof is on you to say these are the reasons why they do. Do you think people have? Do you think people have more issue with the works that the gospels say that happened? Yeah. Or with the finale of the death, the burial, and the resurrection? Do you think? Do you think people have a bigger issue with? Um, let's just call it the resurrection. Or do you think they have bigger issue with what Jesus actually did and what I think, happened I during think his life? I think it depends. Um, anti-theists will say, um, anti-theists will say that well, they believe Jesus was immoral. Yeah. Um, some people would say that we don't, we just don't believe in miracles, which which is what but but I'll say it now now. This is which is what but this is but Ehrman stands on it. Um, or, or what, who's that guy who debated Michael Lukona? There's a guy who debated Michael Lukona, and he also said that. Um, basically, what they said is that um, I'm at the end of the argument, right? They they understand that these alternative explanations cannot suffice to to, to give an account on why people think they saw Jesus Christ. Gotcha. The only thing that makes sense is Jesus actually really yeah. rose again, right? Yeah. What they conclude is that they say, yeah, we acknowledge that these things are impossible. But because they are miracles and history is history is is it fits outside the realm of history. Yeah. We cannot verify it yeah. and therefore we don't believe yeah. it. Because that's is, is, you, you know, in, in film they they have a they have an, an element called suspended belief. Yeah. And this is not only for fantasy movies. I mean it's kinda any movie you watch, yeah. even a romantic comedy. Yeah. When you're watching a romantic comedy, unless you like a real like narcissistic film watcher yeah. that sits there and thinks like, no ways she was going to wear that. No ways they were going to yeah. meet like that. No ways he was going to think that. No ways they were going to bump into each yeah. other. No ways this was going to happen. Yeah. It's called suspendably. It's when we watch stuff. Yeah. When you watch a movie, you're not there for fa- You're not watching a documentary yeah, yeah, yeah. where you're looking for fat. You, it's called suspended belief. You know what I mean? Mm, I guess and so... so the thing about the Bible is that you actually have to start learning that your suspended belief mm. is actually factual. Yeah. You, you hear what I yeah. mean? Yeah. That, that the Bible is written in suspended belief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is not an ordinary story. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's not an ordinary story. Yeah. It's not an ordinary life we're talking about, mm. and these are not ordinary lives that are converting. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, Carry bro, on so, before so, I start preaching. No, 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 no. So, so, so that's 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 it. So, the fact that Jesus, the case for Jesus being that that he is who he said he was, 
This is the reason why I am unequivocally saying that I believe that Jesus was who he said he was and my belief is that that's why Jesus is above Islam and is above uh, uh, Judaism. Here's, here's some interesting facts. Right? You know that in terms of uh, the New Testament, yeah. right, if people are like, wow, like, actually you guys, you guys are, are, are crazy, this, this is unprecedented. You, you, you don't get this level of, of, of evidence I'm about to show you right now. In any history, historical book, anything, if you can even get 10 manuscripts that affirm what, what you're saying, that is gold. Yeah. Like, in fact, I heard something like saying that if you get two, you're, 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 you're solid. Got you. Right? Got you. This is the amount of evidence that we have of, 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 of the New Testament. Okay. And where, where can people go read this information for um, themselves? It's, it's, it's on the internet. Okay. Like, it's readily available. It's not debated. It's not like, okay. this, this is it. Right? Okay. Um, there are over 55,000 Greek manuscripts. Origi- uh, not okay. So these, these are facts. These so are facts. you can go search them. These are facts. Okay. There are over uh, 10,000 Latin manuscripts, over 8,000 Coptic uh, Syriac manuscripts, and we have over uh, 30, uh, 36,000 quotations of the New Testament back then. We have over a million eyewitness accounts, and more and more of these are being discovered every wow. day. Every day we're discovering more and more of these. So the evidence of Christianity is overwhelming. We have more evidence that Jesus exists than the fact that Julius Caesar existed. Wow. If you were to say that Jesus didn't exist, you have to discount all of history. That's You have crazy. to literally discount all of all history. history. That's saying, why, what if Jesus didn't exist? You might as well say, what if Napoleon didn't exist? That's crazy. We have more ex- evidence for Jesus Christ than anything. So... Now, now, those are facts right there. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. this is um, how I'm going to round it up. And you can add anything more yeah. if you'd like to. But here's my first question is, what would you say to someone um, who has never heard about Christianity, Yeah. Um, has maybe known some Christian people, Yeah. but doesn't know much about it? What is the... Uh, short and sweet that should encourage them towards Christianity. Mm. <sighs> short and sweet. Uh, Christianity is the worldview that we acknowledge that we are not perfect. We, at every turn, uh, if, if left to our own devices, we'll always fall short. We'll always, the things that we know are right, we'll never be able to do those things. But um, Christ has come to rescue the, the lost, which is us, and give us a way to, uh, I say be moral, or give us a reason for us to, 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 to be moral. Okay, yeah. and, and what would you say to someone who who uh, maybe they either grew up Christian or uh, they spent a lot of time around Christians. They, yeah. They've been through the whole deal, but some way along the line became despondent because of the way someone treated them yeah. or maybe a bad experience at a church yeah. or something. And now they're just kind of like, that Christianity thing, that ain't for me. I'd say seek truth. Like seek truth, um, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of tricky because you're saying... See, these, these are emotional questions, right? Um, 
there, there is an apologetic answer you can give, but the issue is that it it doesn't speak to to that, right? Um, the, the apologetic answer would be that because you don't feel that Christianity isn't true, that doesn't mean that it isn't true. Yeah. But to someone in that space, I think what I would actually say is that um, I'd hear them out. Like, what, 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 what are your conceptions about uh, your your things about Christianity? Oh, Christ, Christians are hypocrites. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a hypocrite. Like, uh, uh, Christians are this. Uh, oh no! Actually, why do you believe that? Why why would you say Christians are like that? No, that's not actually what you believe. It's I think it's more of just getting and talking and understanding where they're coming from, as opposed to just giving them an answer. Okay, yeah. and then finally, before we launch off today, what do you believe about the Great Commission? Yeah. Do you think it's still relevant? Yeah. And what is our generation's responsibility now? I'm talking. It's 2019. Yeah. I'm talking people probably between the ages of, let's say, 20 to 28, yeah. 20 to 30. We're in that space. Yeah. We, we kind of, now we're at the forefront. We're no yeah. longer being led. We're starting to lead, starting to lead in churches, yeah. starting to lead in business, starting to lead at university, yeah. starting to getting into that leadership space. Yeah. Uh, great commission, its importance, and what is our responsibility exactly? I believe the great commission, if those, those who don't know the great commission is that you said we should go out, uh, make disciples of all nations. God preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations. Um, I believe that at right now it's crit- more critical than ever. Uh, the Bible says that we are the salt of the earth. Uh, and salt, uh, um, if, if you didn't know, back in the days, uh, the context is that salt was uh, preservative to, uh, on meat. It's meaning that, that we are the people who are stopping, the, uh, are preventing moral, the moral decay of Come society. On. And the more and more we're moving towards a secular uh, train of thought, the more and more that we're starting to see um, more, uh, I say moral things, or more, uh, 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 we are inventing evil. We are, more, we, we are inventing evil because, that's good. because of that. So I think it's more relevant now, and I, th- I feel like that's why apologetics is more needed to say that um, whatever your, your objections are, Aren't really because that's not why you're not a Christian. Not a Christian because of your objectives. You're 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 not a Christian because of what you feel, and because of what you feel, you're finding reasons to you're finding logical reasons to deny what, yeah. what you've already yeah. decided not to believe. Because I I feel that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how many millenniums pass, decades pass, days pass, months pass generations past the bible says that we'll declare the glory of god from generation to generation. generation and i think the thing where we miss it sometimes is that what we're actually working on is not the content yeah we're working on the package yeah you, you know what i mean yeah so sometimes we get frustrated with we get so frustrated with the content because it seems like it's the same it's yeah. supposed to be the same yeah the truth the truth is is that there's loving god the father yep there's the grace of the lord jesus christ and the power of the holy spirit mm-hmm. those that will never change our job as a generation is to start working on the package yeah that we start presenting that out yeah we are the social media generation we're yep. the technology generation we are the communication generation yep. i believe that our generation 
has got the best springboard because the gospel needs to be communicated mm. and we are mm. the communication generation. Yeah. So yeah. there yeah. shouldn't be a disconnect between the content and the package. Yeah. Because the hardest job from the days of our forefathers, like um, all of the great evangelists, yeah. of whose not one name comes to mind right Billy now, Graham. the Billy Grahams yeah. and everyone up until, I mean, even up until T.D. Jakes, mm. um, early on in his ministry, yeah. now the rest of us, their problem was communication. Yeah. They had to travel long distances. They had to pay lots of money yeah. in order to get the message out. But here we are. We've got social. social media at the tips of our fingers. We are more relational and social than hey, we've bro. ever been. Yeah, even if, if, imagine someone like Billy Graham who knew nothing about African culture. Come on. to Africa in preaching to what hundreds of millions of people. Come on. Right now, you, you can Google someone's culture and yeah. you're able to talk to them in a way that they understand. That they're able to understand, that hey. they're able, that yeah, they're able to do it. And so while I'm still deciphering your theory that online gaming is going to cure racism, I, I, I do think that that is building community. That's an example yeah. of building that community. So, yeah, bro. Uh, so so let's see it, man. The the type of revival that I long to see is is people just you know people realizing the love of God that Jesus loves us. Yep. People's lives being changed oh. from from dark to light. Hey. Um, people with word knowledge, and then people are just doing like shaking tables, man. Like yeah. like graduating, doing great at auditions, mm. writing great poetry, writing mm. great papers building great businesses, leaving legacies, and living godly lives. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Well, man, that, that, was, that was really cool, man. Thanks for, thanks for pulling through with all of that information. I, I dig those chats so much because the, the entire time while you're busy speaking, all of this stuff is just bubbling up on the inside yeah, of me. Yeah, man. I want to start preaching as uh, soon as I can because now I know that it's based on fact. Facts. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, and every single, I promise you, I could... Literally dissect every single um, topic you brought up, yeah. every um, what every statement, yeah. and preach entire sermons off those things, yeah, and be confident in that, knowing that this thing's not all about the hype. That there's truth, truth in it. That there's yeah, truth bro. in it. Yeah. Uh, before that, yep. But that's all the time that we got for. I think for us, that's all the time yeah, we've we got, got for because yeah. man, like this takes out a lot. Right? Oh, it does. Like, this brings a lot. lot so. Took time, yeah. um, yeah, man, that's all time uh, we got for. If you uh, want to get hooked up, make sure that you hit up TaylorMade Designs. Uh, you can contact them, hello, at taylormadedesigns.co.za. Mm-hmm. You can also hit up our friends, Juice and uh, Easy. Juice and Easy, follow them on Facebook, on SoundCloud, uh, at the 12 Minute Podcast. Yeah, yeah. so that's that. Uh, my pastors just lost the, launched their podcast. I saw that. Not lost their podcast. <laughs> I saw launched that. their podcast. It's called Lee and Judah. So, oh, I hope you um, inspired it. You can. We're inspiring everyone, man. man I mean, man. if you knew the big names that were listening to this podcast. I feel like Demi Lovato is going to have... A, like, now she's going to have some stiff competition, <laughs> knowing that now we're even inspiring the birds of other podcasts. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Let the people know where they can follow us. Uh, you can follow us on any social media, at the one with two underscores. That's Please it. add me on PSN. Yeah. Um, I really, really like to smash a couple of you guys. And then uh, you can follow. I know that sounded wrong, but yeah. Uh, then 
uh, you can add uh, add Fadio Baker on Twitter or on Facebook or Get Pinterest. It. Yeah. Get it. And that's it. That's who we are, man. Some good content, some good retweets, sometimes not such good content. Let's not fight on social media, guys. I love fighting. Let's do the thing. That show is called It's, it's Whatever. whatever.